Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bravo Tea with the stay-at-home mom. I'm Erica, and I'm ready to talk all things Bravo. Welcome back, everybody. Thank God it is the premiere week of Vanderpump Rules. I was so excited, even though we basically know the fallout of Scandaval and have been reading articles seeing podcasts, interviews, things of that nature. I'm still excited to see it play out before our own eyes. And I am going to have my friend recap it with me. I'm so excited after I recap Beverly Hills. So I'm going to do the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills first. Um, I am so hypocritical because I do say I don't mind if the women don't fight. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish they would just get along. But then it's like when they get along, sometimes I'm like, oh, well, where's like the drama? But um, the episode was okay. I feel like last week was a little more dramatic because they had just arrived in Spain. And Anna Marie, God, I'm always going to say Anna Marie. And I feel like they do too. Can I just side note that? Like these women call her two different names. So I going to call her two different names as well probably when I'm on a roll but Anna Marie and Crystal had it out last episode and now we are picking back up with Crystal not feeling well and the ambulance does arrive and I mean I was wondering if she thought that Anne Marie put like a hex on her so she could prove to her that she is a good like anesthesiologist nurse or whatever her title is that her and Crystal were arguing about and that's what I was wondering I wonder if Crystal was like oh my god I shouldn't have gone there with Anna Marie and now she has put like a voodoo hex on me and now I'm gonna have to go to this hospital in Spain which I said last time it is scary when you travel out of the country you are concerned like oh my god what if I break my leg what is the hospital like what is the medical attention and care like like when I studied abroad I was like please don't let me break my leg while I'm here for four months because I don't want to have to go to the hospital in Italy I don't even know where the hospital was um but it was funny because I said that before and I was thinking that again this watching this episode and Garcelle said it's scary to go to the hospital like when you're not at home and I was like girl same agree with you so then there was like a little church next door and that's where they were about to go into so they're all like not only are we going to pray for all of our complicated lives but we're going to pray for you now Crystal and Dorit was so funny she's like don't worry, Crystal, we're not going to do any sightseeing until we know you're okay. And I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> um, but we're discovering that Crystal's blood pressure was like really high. And that was like kind of interesting. I am curious, like what made that happen? Like she did later come out and say that she has like hypertension issues and I know when I was pregnant both times like at the very end I had high blood pressure and like I was okay but sometimes I did feel like a little lightheaded and it's just interesting that I wonder if she does kind of suffer with this at home and if maybe traveling brought it out so that was interesting and Erica's like we're all gonna go in the church I already went in and I already parade. She's praying basically that these, <clears throat> sorry, I need to clear my throat. 
Erica is basically praying that these women apologize to her for making her feel like crap last year. I mean, she is very disappointed that no one had like a positive reaction to this earring debate because she looked at all of them like, and she was like, especially you, Crystal. And now this is happening to Crystal. So maybe Crystal is probably like, okay, either Anna Marie put this hex on me because I was arguing with her and questioning her medical skill. Or Erica put it on me just now because I was the one that gave her a really hard time about the earrings last year. And I'm not like apologizing or congratulating her on all this. Like she literally did say it to the women like, oh, I'm exonerated from this and no one cared. <clears throat> I'm going to take a sip of water. I don't know what's happening with my throat. I'm sorry. Um, But so they all light the candles in the church, which is nice. Um, and then Sutton and Kyle have a really nice moment. I was like really excited to see this because I do feel like Kyle didn't like that Sutton was questioning her marriage on camera. We need to emphasize that because I don't know if she'd be that ticked off in person. It's it's on camera that she's probably ticked off about. Um, but I liked that they had this moment and I feel like they're just really going through the common denominator of like Kyle had a friend take her own life and then Sutton's dad took his own life and she's emotional because this whole trip she is going to release the ashes of her friend Merce and I liked that Sutton did apologize she said I'm sorry I haven't been a better friend and Kyle's like it's okay and then they have that moment talking about her dad and her friend and it was interesting Kyle said she went to a psychic because she does love her psychics and the psychic told her, Lorraine wants you to know she doesn't even understand what happened. That gave me chills. That was wild. Like, I'm sure that upsets Kyle even more. Because like she said, her friend was not depressed. She didn't see this coming at all. So that's really scary to hear. And I'm sorry, I do believe in psychics, ghosts, things of that nature. Um... So she does say a lot that she goes to these like medians or psychics and they've told her a lot about like her mom and stuff. And now that she's hearing this about her friend, I'm sure that was sad, but I'm glad that they had their moment. That was nice. Um, then they go into town. So obviously Dorit was happy that they got to go. Like, I'm sure she was calling Crystal like, Crystal, is it okay if we go shopping and have lunch? Are you okay? I'm going to FaceTime Jaggy after this and be gay. And, and little Phoenix. And wait, side note, when she did FaceTime home on this trip, she was like talking to the dog so much. She was like, hi, pumpkin. Hi, pumpkin. That was interesting. The dog's name is pumpkin too. I must have missed this. I don't know if we like already knew about this pumpkin dog. But um, yeah, she FaceTimed Jaggy always. But they go into town. And I just have to say Sutton's hat is so stupid. So we're seeing the stupid hat that Garcelle was like, in no way, shape, or form am I going to be jealous that you're wearing this goofy hat the next day. And brings me to say, as I always say, her wardrobe is always so questionable. I'm sure the hat was like $2,000, but like, it's stupid. It's so far on her eyes too. Cause she told Garcelle like, oh, look, I can like look out of these. Like, so now I feel like she's like, oh, I got to prove to Garcelle that I'm going to wear this hat the proper way. And it was dumb. It was ugly. 
Um, and then Kyle, when they're walking around with their tour guide, said, Donde esta Hermes? And she does not need any more Birkins, Kyle. Control yourself. Like, you're literally, I feel like she packed three for the trip, and the one that she's sporting today matches her blouse. So I don't think that bitch needs one more damn Birkin. And she said she likes to always ask on these trips where the Hermes store is so she can center herself and go from there. So I guess she only wants to like go places that are near this place. It kind of reminded me of like back in the day when Teresa on like, I think that was season one, may have been season one or two. And they all go to Italy on that cruise and she's like walking around with, I think that was Melania in the baby stroller at that point. And she's like, where's Chanel? Where's Chanel? I'm looking for Chanel. And then she like runs away from the group. Like all the men separate from Caroline, Jacqueline and Teresa. And she's trying to find the Chanel store. And then Joe, Judice is left pushing the stroller. And he's like, where's your mother? Let's she doesn't need to find Chanel's and he calls it Chanel's. So this kind of like vaguely, I know it's not the same thing, but reminded me that these women love to do their exotic shopping at these stores. And it is cool to go in these high-end stores out of the country though, because they do have different things than we have. And usually they have like the newer things that aren't going to be trendy in America for like months. So it is always exciting to go in those stores and say, um, the difference between me and them is I go in and daydream in those stores and then they go in and actually like purchase a lot of things. Like Kyle is ready to lay it down. And I need to know now at this point though, if she did find the Hermes store off camera and buy another damn Birkin and what color it is. Maybe it has like Barcelona colors themed. I don't know. Cause she obviously needs one for every color. But um, then they all go to lunch and only Garcelle and Erica, I feel like, order alcohol. Um, I feel like I'd be drinking all day on these trips too. But then they have long days too because they got to make it to dinner. They got to make their paella with the hot chef that Garcelle and Erica are going to have a battle over. And um, Anna Marie at the table is FaceTiming her husband and the kids. And she's like... Um, Oh, are you guys on the way to school? Oh, show me daddy. I can't see daddy. And then all the women are like, hmm? And then they're like, you know, thinking like, oh my God, that's so weird. She calls him daddy. So then I was like, wait, do I do that too? Like in front of our kids? Like, I mean, I do. Like if I'm talking to one of our daughters, I'm like, oh, go bring this to daddy. So that was funny. And Erica was like, of course, like I've called some men daddy, you know, in the bedroom a different way. I never called Tom daddy. <laughs> like... Yeah, you don't also have kids with him, though. So it is different, but I'm sure Erica has called many a older men daddy. Um, and Garcelle, I thought. So I wrote down, Garcelle is going for Dorit again with an exclamation point. But then we get to the commercial, and she's actually not going in on Dorit. She's bringing up the conversation that they had to kind of move past it. And tell the ladies, I feel like she's making a public announcement to the ladies, like, Dorit and I went to lunch and I told her I was mad about this. So then, um, with the sheltered life thing. So I was glad that Dorit brought this up, which I also never knew about Dorit. She said, you know, I don't know what sheltered life and bubble you think that I have 
always had because that's the emphasis too. Like I, she keeps saying like, oh, Dorit knows nothing and is so sheltered. Um, she did not grow up the way her and PK live. And that was important, I thought, for Dorit to explain to Garcelle, like, I know you think I'm like living in a hole or under a rock and can't relate to you at all, but listen to this. And then she explains how she you know, is Jewish and comes from a Jewish family. And they were the only Jewish family that lived where they were living and they were ridiculed and made fun of. And she was like tormented a little. So I liked that they got to share this because also this was before all the Jewish stuff that has been happening. Prayers to everyone on honestly, at this point, both sides, because it just needs to end. But I thought that was important for Dorit to say that. And now I wonder if Garcelle is even taking more thought into that, that, you know, there is like, you know, racism or uncomfortability in all walks of life. It's not just for people of color, which I feel like Garcelle was more emphasizing. And Dorit was saying, well, I have suffered some of the same things that you have. So listen to my story. And Garcelle said, I love that you shared that. And I love that we could share this together. And I learned something about you. And I feel like I, I liked when she said this, she's like, I know we all talk about the Birkins and this and that, but this is the conversations I like that actually brings us close together, which I agree because they are all similar in the sense that they're all privileged now and they're living like a different life than most and they're all in the public eye so they can share that common denominator. But a lot of them grew up not like this at all and totally different from each other. And the way they have all gotten to where they are now is different. So I do like when they all compare their stories. And then Garcelle and um, Dorit shared a very genuine hug. So I like that because I was at first, so skeptical when she started talking. I'm like, oh my God, do not bring this up again. This poor woman, like at this point, you are beating it to death. But I was glad that she was just more like announcing it so they could make a conversation out of it. So that was good. Um, So then um, Sutton says that they need to hurry it up and they need to get back to the house because they're entertaining Sutton's friends. Now, I know that this trip was kind of organized and slash slash suggested by Sutton. So I know that like on these shows, Bravo will allow them, you know, they're all going to go on a trip and they can make suggestions. And I have read before that Bravo gives them a budget. And if they want to over exceed the budget, they can and all chip in. So like, let's say they're like, oh, we want to ride on a private jet and that's not factored into the like trip budget provided by Bravo. They can pull money together and do that, which I feel like I would. If you're like with all those people, they all have money. I'd be like, yeah, let's do that. Um, so I'm not sure. Also, like when people say this is my trip, like last year on Jersey when Dolores was like, I'm taking the ladies to Ireland. It's like, okay, did you pay for it then and no one contributed? Or like, I feel like Bravo would have paid for their trip though because they each do get a trip usually. So I don't know if she suggested that trip and was just calling it her trip because she suggested it or if whole bill was on Dolo and Polly. I'm not sure. So 
I know that Sutton is like spreading the ashes of Merce and stuff, but I was like, oh, do your like outside friends have to come and mingle with the cast? I just want like kind of the cast trip, which, so sometimes I don't like when they do this. Um, and she's like, we need to go back to the house because we're entertaining my friends. And I feel like no one else was excited for that either. Um, Kyle and Dorit, the shopaholics were like, um, excuse me, you're taking us into town and not allowing us to shop. And Kyle was like, we need to go in a store. So then she makes a, a run for it. And like, she's running out of jail, getting released for the first day and runs into a store. And Sutton was like, all right, I'm setting a timer. You have three minutes. And Kyle's like, I could do a lot in three minutes. She's like, I have my credit card number memorized. And I'm like, girl, you are funny. She said previously that she buys something every single day. And I was like, you know, Kyle, pretty much same. I'm just not working with the same budget as you. So, and then Dorit is like buying seven like hand painted fans. I, I don't, I don't know why. Like that's when I feel like when people do get money, they just like want to spend it on like such stupid stuff. Like, why did you buy seven? Are you going to give one to each lady? Are you giving them a friends when you get home? Because why do you need seven hand-painted fans? It's weird. Like, just get one. And the one she pulled up on her confessional was cute, the little first hand-painted one. But then the rest, I was like, all right, chill. And, like, some of them were ugly, too. So I'm like, well, you definitely didn't need that one. Maybe you're gifting that to someone. Maybe this is, like, she's early Christmas shopping. I'm not sure. But and then Kyle was like, oh, I'm going to, because it was the timer was up and she's like oh her I gotta hurry up and pay and then she's like here I'm gonna give you my credit card even though I know the whole entire number memorized and then she's like here I'm gonna get this ring even though it doesn't fit and I'm like what like why are you buying that if it doesn't fit on your finger maybe she's gonna like recycle it to one of the daughters but I mean what if it doesn't fit on their finger so now you've just wasted like 20 or 22 dollars it was for a ring that you don't know if it's gonna fit on anyone's finger that's what I mean like shopaholic it's like that movie where she was like putting herself into debt. And that was a funny movie. Um, Cause she would get into like fights with people shopping. And I feel like that's Kyle. I'd love to see her on a Black Friday sale. Like if she had less money, like if she had to budget for these shopping trips, like that'd be interesting. She'd probably cut a bitch. I, I think she would, especially for the rings that don't fit on her finger. She's like, I gotta get them all. Um, so then when they get back to the house, they are all glamming it up. And for the dinner, Crystal says that she suffers from the hypertension and that she's feeling better. And the hospital over there did give her a medication. So that's why I was like, well, if you know that you suffer from hypertension, are you on regular medication anyway? Like what medication do they give you? And just interesting. I would have been interested to see the inside of the hospital. Don't really want to and waste time on the show, but would have been interesting to see a behind the scenes. This is what it's like to go to the hospital out of the country. And when you're on a vacation, this is what it's like. Just a preview in case we all suffer from these problems. Um, when Erica's getting glam, she is getting drunk also. And it's so funny. She's like talking about how she's annoyed that they have to like entertain Sutton's friends. And she's like, no one cares. Like, I don't want to do this. Like Crystal died today, came back from the dead. And like, <laughs> I love when she gets drunk and gets her like voice like that. And I knew she would be getting lit, though, because she's drinking the cocktails at lunch. They did a lot of walking. They probably ate a light lunch, knowing that they're going to eat this paella later. But then while she's getting glam, she's continuing the party. And, 
getting lit and getting into her Erica mode, which is so funny. And then Garcelle is hitting on not only Storm, the previous episode. Now we see like an older chef and she's chit-chatting with him. And then he's like, oh, I'm Storm's dad. And she's like, oh, I thought so. So I was like, oh my God, Garcelle, is this going to be like your moment to have a threesome? Like fantasy? Like she's like the two chefs. I mean, she she likes a good chef. She... It's funny. Now, her and Erica could share. Like, they could flip a coin. Erica would probably want the older one, though, because she's like, you know, Garcelle, I'm just used to a nice older man. I'm going to call him daddy. And that was funny, though, that, like, she, like Garcelle was salivating at both of them now. And she's like, I could see myself marrying Storm's dad and be calling him daddy. And then Storm, I'd be his stepmom. She's like, but I'd probably have to like breastfeed him or burp him or something. And I'm like, oh my God, she's, Garcelle's getting like frisky. She needs to get, get a man back home because she's, you could tell she has some like sexual pent up tension. Like she needs to, who knows when the camera went down though with Storm and the dad's whereabouts. No one knows. Um, Crystal is definitely thankful for Anna Marie though and Anna Marie and her, maybe this will be a bonding slash scaring Crystal because she may think that Anna Marie did, did this like hex on her. And they are in a better place. So maybe that's good. Maybe Crystal's like, maybe this is the universe uh, like alerting me to drop this with her. Like at this point, who cares if she says she's like a plastic surgeon and I know it's a lie. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Um, then the friends are arriving and mingling with the ladies and the one main friend, Trevor, starts telling, like, old stories about Sutton, which is so fun. So he's, like, Sutton says she always, like, was, like, bossy. And she always thought she was in charge, even when she wasn't. And the ladies are laughing. They're like, yeah, same. We like her great. When she was in Vegas, she was, like, bossy and thought she was in charge. And then Erica's comments the whole dinner were cracking me up because at this point she's gone like autopilot mode lights on nobody's home though channeling like a Denise Richards moment not that bad because she she could hold conversations and was making sense but she had like no filter I need to say it like that instead she had no filter so that was so funny though and they were talking about like Brooklyn and living in Brooklyn and Erica was like, oh, Brooklyn's a dump. <laughs> like, oh my God. And then she's like, I know you love Merce, but like, I just need to tell you, he was in a Ziploc bag. So all the ladies are like, oh my God, Erica is lit. And I feel relaxed and I'm ready to party with the best of them. Oh my God. Like, that's what I just am seeing Erica at this dinner. But then Dorit's like, she's kind of like drunk Rain Man because she was so smart talking to Sutton's friends. Because, you know, her Sutton's friends, this is the other part I wouldn't like about being at this dinner. I would have probably just been pretty quiet because they're all so like fancy and smart. And it's like, uh, like, that's why I thought it was funny that Erica was so annoyed that they were going to have to entertain these like hoity toity smarty pants people. And she was the one doing all the chit chatting, but she made sense. Like they were all like, Garcelle was like, 
who are you right now? And then, yeah, like in Dorit's confessional, she said she was like drunk rain man. Like it was just like, she knew so much, but I could see like Erica said that she has just had dinner with so many people over the years because of Tom and just soaked it all in when she was at these dinners, like listening to people talk. So I could also see her taking note of these fancy dinners that she used to go to with Tom and being around affluent people. But that was funny. She was the most annoyed and she had the most to say the whole entire time. And then they end the night and Garcelle was like, I'm going to go see if Storm and his dad or both are in my room. <laughs> and then um, Erica's like, thank you and very much be done. So that was like totally reminded me of the Denise like at dinner. Thank you. You're welcome. Like talking to herself. And then Kyle runs off and storms into the kitchen sniffing out trying to sniff out for some chocolate some treats because I feel like since she's not drinking sometimes people get like a sweet tooth like when they give up alcohol or they like start drinking a lot of soda instead because they're just missing something so she's like sniffing out she's like oh uh-huh oh chocolate where's the chocolate and it's like in the little butler's pantry kitchen area and I do love me some dark chocolate after dinner, like a couple little, like I have been getting these dark chocolate covered cashews at Whole Foods. They're so good. Um, my husband likes dark chocolate covered almonds, so he'll have some of those. But also in recent discovery, our new favorite little chocolate bars are the, um, oh, now I'm going to blank on the name. What is it called? It's like Hulk or something like the weird and it's like in recycled like brown paper and they're so good so we get the dark salty chocolate one and they come in perfect little squares so you could break off like a square or two and that's good for us and dark chocolate's good for you so but I was stealing Kyle like I always wonder if when they go back to their rooms if they like have snacks and stuff like I would also want that if I was on these shows I'd be like I need these snacks provided for me for these trips for the late nights. And we need some like behind the footage cam like of the nighttime shenanigans that I feel they get into. Now that Kyle isn't drinking, uh, maybe she goes to bed. But I know that she used to stay up and like get wild. And that's when she'd like fling the ponytail and do the splits and stuff because they used to show like little phone footages of <clears throat> the ladies staying up like later after the camera's down. I'm like, just like have that cameraman be on a night shift. I mean, we need some of those clips. I mean, I know they also like to have fun, but we need to throw some of those clips in because I'd love to see it. But um, Garcelle, Kyle, and Erica are all in Garcelle's room like having a little fun, talking, and then... um these are the parts I like, like a big giant like sleepover vibe. And then Garcelle was like, all right, everyone get out because Storm's coming in here. And Erica's like, really? And she's like, no, I'm just kidding. But maybe I wish. <laughs> um, So then the next day, they're going to have Merce's ceremony and Sutton's getting ready. And she comes to Kyle's room and gives her like a little flower lay. And she said they're all going to like set it free into the water and... It'll be therapeutic, I think, for all these ladies. Even though they're there for Merce, they will all think about something in their own brain for themselves. Obviously, I know that. 
Um, and then Sutton is starting to get like super emotional and just starts burst out almost like crying. And Kyle is coming around the corner and she's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I just like, this is a lot. Like, I can't believe I'm this emotional, but I, it's not just Merce. Like she is getting re-emotional about her dad because it's so sad. She said that she lost his ashes because she has moved so many times. So she said her family, they spread some of the ashes in Texas, but then they each like, you know, divided them and each kept some and she lost them while she moved. That's so sad. I do feel bad. I feel like if you have something like that, you can't leave it to the movers. You'd be putting that in the Ziploc bag, in your Birkin bag, in the front seat of your car, driving to your new house. Like that is something, some things you just can't have people move for you or do. Because this is where I would micromanage if I had an assistant, even though I'd love an assistant, like shout out Shane and Jeff Lewis. Like I, I want someone to just drive around with me and do all my things for me. But I like do micromanage sometimes. So I feel like I would end up doing things on my own, even though I'm like paying someone to do these things. I'd be like, mm, well, I don't really like how you're doing this. So I'm just going to take over and do it myself. So I feel like Sutton, I can't believe she didn't, you know, move those herself. You can't trust somebody else to move them. And she has moved from like all over the place. Like she's like in the South and New York, she's in California and I felt bad, though. That was sad. And again, her and Kyle are having a nice moment, though. I do like these nice moments that the two of them are having because I was sad when they fought. That made me sad. So the next episode, we're going to see them spreading the ashes. And it's so sad. But like it like flung on to like the ladies because like it was like windy and they're standing on a ledge and Sutton beautifully like went to scatter it. And it just like flung back. And I heard them be like, oh my God, it's on Garcelle's back. And I'm like, oh my God, this is traumatic and terrible. But um, yeah, this episode was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. Erica getting lit and like drunk Rain Man really saved the episode for me with the humor. Because I was like dying of laughter of all her comments. And I do have to close out saying, I understand why people are like, oh my God, you have someone like really important to you in a Ziploc bag. That's terrible. But what did they want Sutton to put him in? They had to get on an airplane. Like she can't put him in like an open container or keep him in like a like breakable vase because it would like spill on the plane or break or get lost. So I'm like, how did you expect this man to travel? He needs to be secure in a Ziploc bag. So like, he doesn't scatter into somebody else's luggage and then someone open up their suitcase and be like, why do I have all this like dust in my suitcase when unbeknownst to you, it's a famous deceased dancer, Merce. So, I mean, and then Sutton did say that Kyle has her mom in an urn in her guest bathroom because Kyle like misplaced her mom in the urn too. So uh, maybe Sutton's just afraid something like that'll happen. I mean, even... If you have them in an urn, I'm sure you have them in a baggie in the urn. Like, don't you? I mean, you're not just, what if someone knocked over the urn and broke the urn? Then they'll be all over the floor. It's like the scene in Meet the Parents when uh, Greg pops the champagne bottle and the urn 
falls over and the kitty cat, Jinxie, goes pee-pee in it because he thinks it's his litter box, but it's really the deceased, I guess technically his like grandmother, I guess you would consider it. But, oh my God, that movie is so funny. I could watch that movie a hundred times. Um, but yeah, so I, I did feel bad for Sutton getting so much flock with the Ziploc bag. And Erica found it really important in her drunk, like, stance at the dinner to alert everyone that Merce is in a Ziploc bag currently in Barcelona. And everyone's probably like, mm, but that's logical. Like, how was she going to transport him over here? But that was funny. Um, So much fun recapping Beverly Hills. And now I am going to recap Vanderpump Rules with my great friend. So I am joined by my friend for a little happy hour. Welcome, Brianna, to the pod. Thanks, Erica. I'm excited to be here. So excited. And we are going to deep dive into the first episode of Vanderpump Rules. And I just have to say, aren't you so glad that I got you in the VPR <laughs> during the bit? During the- Absolutely. I binged all the seasons, but it was so worth it. And it was just so funny because I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, texting you like, can you believe Stassi and Jax? And you're like, oh my God, they're broken up. They're married to other people. And I was so behind, <laughs> but I, it was I, so much fun. I know. No, and I love like this whole past couple weeks, they've been showing all the old episodes. Oh yeah. The marathons are the best. And you're like, oh my God, I forgot this happened that season or like so-and-so were fighting and they weren't even friends then. And I know. And then so sometimes funny. you watch and you're like, how did they all even stay friends? Um, oh my like, gosh, I know. The dynamics are insane to me because if you think about it, it's like you put yourself in their shoes and you're like, oh my God, they've come so far, like in their friendships, in their relationships. And like so much has happened over the years and they like still got it. Like, I, I feel like the show's not going anywhere. Like, it's crazy. I know. And it's just crazy to think they're all hanging out with like their ex. I know. Could you imagine? No. Like the incestuous like vibes from all of them. Oh, that and but, the, the world in general. I know. But we opened with, we knew we were going to see the fallout of Scandal, even though I feel like we've been reading and seeing so much about it. But it was it's nice to see it play out. So I personally loved in the little intros when Ariana was like, I want to make my own dumpling latte. <laughs> I know with her little pen. She goes, nobody did that for me. I know. And then immediately after the show, I was like, cinnamon pen. On oh, yeah. Amazon, Amazon like, right away. Yep. She probably yeah. got it from like a cutesy coffee shop out there because it does not exist. I haven't been able to find it yet. Well, that made me wonder too, like with their, with their new sandwich shop, like they're getting all the, like the teacups and all of that stuff. I wonder if they're going to do like cute lattes and stuff like that. I think they will, because I think they're going to struggle getting a liquor license unless Um, they can do a BYOB or like a beer and wine. They're definitely not going to have like hard liquor. I don't think. Well, and it's crazy because Ariana is like known for her cocktails, right? Like she has those cocktail books and it's just, if they don't get the liquor license, it's like, what a miss because she's, that's like her like love language is cocktails. Like you would think she'd make such cute ones for the, for the shop. I could see them, not them. They'll have the sandwich shop and then she getting like a cocktail lounge one day. Oh, that would be really cool. See that, And I could see Lisa like wanting to do that. 
Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I think they're just going to like push people over to serve for the cocktails and mm. then maybe they could get like beer and wine or the BYOB. Right. It's small. I wouldn't I don't know where they would check it out, but it does look very tiny. Mm-hmm. You and I just have to book flights to LA. We'll leave the husband with the kids. I know. Well, when I talked to um, the connection queen the other week, she lives out there and I was like, send me a sandwich. And she's <laughs> yeah, like, she said she was going to make yeah right overnight that baby I know. and then you would relate to this because i loved watching brock sheena and summer moon making the mm-hmm. sandwich because you are oh, a new so, so i do love seeing them grow up like i don't want them to not be like wild anymore but i do like seeing them grow up as parents which is where we're gonna lead next i'm sad that we can't see ocean on the show i know and it's it's funny that she mentioned that in the interview bit, Lala saying, you know, I don't I don't care about, you know, Ocean being in the show. I, I care about her well-being, which like as a mom, like, of course, you're not you're not worried about some silly show that you do. You want the best for your kid outside of that, obviously. But it is really nice to see like Sheena in her element because like the show for so long was the party and the drinking and the you know, fighting with friends and things like that. But like seeing that soft side to her, I would love to see that from Lala as well, because, you know, she's so hard and she puts on this front, but she, you know, she has that soft spot, like that motherly matronly, you know, way about her. She cried like six times on that episode. I know. I was like, this is wild. Are you going through like early menopause? (laughs) Like, have well, and she says, like, I can't stop crying to her mom. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's a sin. I used to, I'm used to her being like, do you want to get popped? And I know. instead, she's like a weeping willow, like crying. <laughs> like a basket case. I know. It's crazy. But I did like that we got to see her mom, too, because they're so funny. Oh, I know. The well, do you, listen, you listen to Lala's podcast, right? Yeah. They tell, like, the Lisa stories. And it's just so funny to, like, get a glimpse inside of you know, their family dynamic. I know. I would love to see like a little like five spinoff episode of like them. Oh, that would be but good. See, it, would be, it would be ocean to really yeah. get the full, like in the Palm Springs house with the husbands. That's what I want to say. With the husbands. Oh my God, of course. And like, I know, I'm wondering if they'll make an appearance. Because remember how Logan had that thing with James? <gasps> I remember, forgot. I mean, I, I'm not saying it. it's like, I don't, think that happened but remember they would argue with yes. each other yeah and he like came on to me like, i don't know yeah that they were hooking up and he was with Raquel. it was like in the beginning of him and raquel's relationship and he was hooking up with logan and it was like this big scandal that everybody's talking about but then he was like no no that never happened and then they weren't friends anymore i know that was weird it was weird i don't know i feel like there's there was there's smoke where there's fire, you know? I, know? I feel like there was something. I know. I do agree. Um, but then we get Tom watering all his plants in his, like, sad apartment. <laughs> and he's like, you're not driving. Have an extra sip. And I'm like, oh, my God. His apartment gives me, like, crap boy vibes. Like, I'm like, get it together. Like, you had a nice house. Now you're I in know. a depression dungeon. It's a shame. Okay, so Schwartz gets a bad rap, and I know everybody can't stand him. They're like, oh, my God, he's just such a people pleaser. He stands for nothing. He never 
stuck up for Katie, which I agree. As a husband, absolutely not. He would drive me insane. Like, I would never be able to be married to him. God bless Katie for as long as she stood up for it. But I do feel bad for him, like, because of his demeanor and because he has that, like, that's just his character to move so, like, laxy daisy through life. It's almost like you have to feel bad for him. But at the same time, it's like, wake up. I know. But... You know, just seeing him in his apartment and like, you know, this little life that he's he's now living, you know, outside of the marriage. It's just so interesting and, and such a different dynamic to see. I know. I feel like the dogs are like, damn, your place is a shithole. <laughs> I want to go back to mom's. Butters and Gordo. They're so cute. Oh, my gosh. Wait. So about Butters and Gordo, Katie was doing a podcast with um, I forget who it was skinny, not skinny, not fat. Amanda. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, she was like, how old are your dogs? And she's like, oh, my God, what are you trying to say that they're going to die soon? Like, because they're going to have to do this co-parenting for as long as they're alive. But they've been around for a while. Yeah, they're they have been for a while. Mm-hmm. The little doggies live longer, though. That's true. Thank God. Knock on wood. Little Gemma. No, my, little little, my dog is 90 pounds. So. <laughs> Not so little. Right. Like, baby. <laughs> Um, but then Katie comes over and chit-chats with Ariana about them going thrifting. And this is the part that I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see them cohabitating. I can't even believe they live in that house together. So she's saying when Tom decided to blow up our life, mm-hmm. um, I didn't expect to pick up and leave the house, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But he lives in, like, the guest room. I got anxiety seeing the master bedroom, all the clothes. I know she's, like, never home. But I'm like, the whole I would lose my mind. My OCD would kick off. I would lose my mind. I'm like, you need to borrow Tom's assistant to put those clothes away. (laughs) And then I'm like, I wonder if she's getting all these clothes for free. No. My brain goes. No way. So, like, I don't know what what would give me more anxiety, living with my ex or living in the bedroom with clutter. Like, both equally would drive me to go mad. I know. And Tom has so many clothes. So I'm like, wait, where did you guys put all of your collective clothes? Like when he was in that room? Yeah, I know. Like, where did it go before? There was no room for him. Cause he, so he wasn't home cause he's filming that show. Mm-hmm. The one where he's like. Special okay. forces. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't bring myself to watch that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to watch you and support you. But and watch him cry. Yeah. I know. And then he cried. But like, I can't believe anything that man does anymore. I'm like, you could be crying because you're acting because you want sympathy. I know. I, I feel like he's such a lost man. I mean, he's in his 40s and he just cannot like get it together. Like he cannot. He sounds manic. I know. It's no, I think he has a split personality, like a Jekyll and Hyde. Maybe. Maybe. Because he always seems so nice on the show. Well, I mean, you have to at some point be like living kind of two personalities if you're if you're going on with an affair for that long. Like you have to, you know, like to to walk in your house and be normal, per se, with Ariana and, you know, act like everything's fine and then be behind the scenes with Raquel saying, like, I hate my relationship. I've been wanting to break up. And, like, obviously, like, having relations with her, like, you have to have some sort of confusion in your mind, which is sad, but 
I mean, it's too stressful too. I'm like, I only have time for one person to keep up with one person. So funny. I always say, Pat, like, don't ever leave me. Don't ever, you know, leave this family or whatever. And I, you know, get my thoughts. And Pat's like, you're crazy enough to deal with. I can't deal with any more than you. I know. And then just think, like, you got to save the secret person as another name, which I don't know if you knew that it came out that he had Raquel saved as, like, Ariana's dad's name. What? Like, not on purpose but like of all names he picked that name i forget what his name was but like i'm like of all names like but like something else oh like it just said don like like my yeah. dad's don yeah. so or like just... mike and i was just like oh huh. my god but that happened to be her dad's name and i'm like you're such a dick oh my god yeah it's some other man name yeah seriously there's plenty out there so weird. Oh. um but then ariana said that she Noticed that his assistant glued the penis flute back together. That poor assistant. She's oh, it lives. I know. Well, I, she has since quit. And I was like, yeah, probably because it's like, that's not what you sign up to do as an assistant. No. Like, no. I don't want to do this shit. I'm like in the middle of a love quarrel. I just want to like get you coffee and like fold your clothes. Right. And assistants, like, I know at least with Lala, she has her assistant, Jess, and she does mm-hmm. so much. Like, business like as far as business stuff goes and it's like when you aspire to be an assistant for a celebrity of that level like you want to be involved in like deals and their schedule and things like that not like getting their mail talking to the ex-girlfriend and like gluing penis flutes back together what the hell is i batteries i'm like can't you freaking buy batteries i don't even understand really why he has an assistant I know it's it's I, mean, I guess I understand because he has the band now. But I'm like Lala does because she does like the podcast, her beauty stuff, and she is a single like mom. Yeah. Probably needs help. I yeah. want But she's built an empire for herself. It's um it's okay. like, you know, she has a whole line of brand under her name. She needs she needs the help and Jess actually does things that like make sense for an assistant. So she's, she's like her shame to Jeff Lewis, who I love Jeff. <laughs> and um, James is definitely going to be the number one guy in the group. Like, hey, he got a house, mm-hmm. he his life together. Yeah. Him and Allie are like putting the furniture together, which is so cute. He's growing up. Like, we saw him, like, I always forget, we saw him come on when he was 21. Like, he was so young. And now he's like kind of come into himself. He's never been my favorite, but it's just interesting to see him evolve. He's still the same person, like with he's his. My now. Oh my god, he's like, fun. Not he... mm-hmm. Like last season, he became my favorite. Actually, even when he like proposed to Raquel, I was like, I kind of like James now. Yeah, he's come into his own for sure. Yeah. So I'm happy for them that they got the house, and then it's by the airport though. So I'm like, mm, questionable how well you sleep. All those airplanes flying by. Oh my god, I'd be nuts. But um, I don't know if you heard Rachel on Rachel Goes Rogue talking about, I think it came out yesterday how you know he had always like like him and her had always looked at houses that had pools and like he wanted that life. And they asked her, like, do you think that he just plugged Allie in that in that life he wanted? And she's like, yeah, it's just like the same issues with him, just a different girl. But like to James's point, like 
well, I always wanted a house and a family and kids. And like, I guess I could have had that with anybody too. That's like, so stupid. She thinks like Allie's her like stand in a replacement. It's like, yeah. oh, he wanted a pool in LA. That's so weird. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's really, so weird. really crazy. He wanted to get a, a house with his own pool because honestly, out there, I feel like if you do get a house, it's like being in Florida, you would want a pool because guess right. how much it probably costs to join a place with a pool out there and then you have like hundreds of randos at the pool like no thank you like that would definitely be top of my priority list to have a pool out there oh for sure and i would maybe live by the airport just to get that pool (laughs) exactly and honestly like like i said you're gonna have that dream regardless of him dating raquel or anybody else or Allie for that matter like it doesn't matter you're still gonna want those things like I don't know. I feel like that was way too much of a stretch on Raquel's part. And Raquel's like, oh, Allie reminds me of me. Like, you don't even know Allie. Like, yeah. And it's like, she reminds you of you. It's like, actually, James is his best self with Allie. Like, I think James did obviously take his own faults in the relationship with Raquel. But I feel like mm-hmm. maybe now that we know the real Raquel, a lot of stuff was bad with her behind the scenes with him. And it yeah. was making it look like, oh, it's all James. It's all James. He's bad. Well, obviously, you're deep down a devil because look what you were doing. Yeah. Like, not everybody's an angel as they appear. I think James wears his personality right on his sleeve, and you know what he is and what he what his demons are. Like, it's just more obvious. Yeah. I know. So, I like him and Allie. Yeah, me too. And I like Allie because she, like, remember how Raquel was like, if you don't stop drinking, we will break up. Yeah. So, okay. like... And I get, I mean, sometimes people do have to say stuff like that, but Allie is like, I'm not going to like tell you what to do, but I will suggest that you're better without drinking. But she's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'll just leave if I'm like that annoyed by you. Like right. Raquel forced him to change. Right. Which exactly. was probably for the best. I mean, she was being honest. And that was the, when he was getting buck wild. And sometimes <laughs> that he was 21 years old. I, I think he's just jealous she doesn't have the good James now, like Raquel. Yeah. Like, I think I he think wishes she had the, like, sober, I'm buying a house, I'm more mature, and I'm polite, and mm-hmm. treating it well, James. So she's just saying, like, oh, Allie's just going to, everything bad's going to happen to her, too. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I don't think that. He's older. Yeah, and you're just a little, you not a little jealous, but, like, I would think she's just a little upset that it wasn't that situation with her. Well, I heard that he paid for everything when him and Raquel were together. Interesting. Like he was like, not like in a mean, like chauvinistic way, just like, a, oh no, like I want to treat you well. Way. Oh, okay. So he was, he was trying to be gentleman, like yeah, shiv- yeah. chivalry. Yeah. Chivalry. Chivalry. <laughs> Sure. Sure. <laughs> he just won't say the big word. <laughs> but his confessionals like give me life. I feel like it's so. There's, he was meant to be a reality TV star. Like I no doubt. His no eyes look super blue with that blue jacket, though. He looked good. And I was, did you say? I was like, wow, your eyes was really bringing out your. Eyes. Yeah, really bringing out those baby blues. I know. Um, but then when Sheena and Brock, do you like? Her apartment confuses me. It looks like a dump hole. Whatever. Like, right? Like, on the outside. And she has a beautiful house in Palm Springs, which I don't understand why it's not, like, 
Palm Springs isn't that far. Can we send the cameras there? Like, I want to see her and Lala's house in Palm Springs. I know. I always thought that. Like, her, when, like, they always show her apartment, like, pictures of herself on a wall. Like, I know she always had that, but I'm like, she doesn't have, like, the style I thought she would for a home. Like, the front yard, like, I guess you got to do what you got to do. She's a mom. And like, if that's the only place that like you can put your kid to play, like, obviously you're going to do it. You're going to do what you got to do, but just from the outside. And then once you go in, I'm like, it just doesn't make much sense, but I don't know. Cause you can't really see the whole thing. So you don't know how far it extends. You don't like, you can't really I know, see. Like the outside is so weird. It looks like a ghetto house. And I'm like, but this is like an apartment. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess she lives in like, like they're probably just connected. I'm not sure. I'm also shocked, like she doesn't rent a house. Or like Lala. Because like with kids, yeah. I mean you know, like it's like I don't know. Like they do own a home, so I get it. It's not like they're just being cheap and living in some apartment. Like they right. do have nice houses in Palm Springs. But I'm really shocked for their main living that they don't just rent a house so they have a little more space. Because I mean their apartments are probably pretty expensive too. Yeah. Well, that's, it makes me wonder. They're probably only there when they're filming. Like that, that apartment is probably only used, what, four months out of the year, three months out of the year. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like Sheena lives in Marina Del Rey and she always did. Um, That's like far from LA. Really? So like when, when she, I mean, not super far, but I feel like with the traffic, with the it traffic is, and all, yeah. So I'm like shocked that she is in Palm Springs, which is a drive from LA, and Marina Del Rey, which is a drive from LA. So anytime they just go out to eat, she's like driving. Oh my god! I mean, Bravo probably sends her a car, but you know what I mean. It probably takes her freaking an hour and a half to get to meet the girls for dinner. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess I didn't really ever think about that, like the logistics of it all. And I know Lala's in a new apartment, but I don't know where that is. Her apartment's so cute. It is cute. And it's like a multi-level apartment, so it's big. Yeah. She has stairs. So like hers looks so much nicer than she is. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like so tiny when they were all in there. But it was so funny when Brock, because I know that you could. And he's a big man. He's got, he, he needs the room. I know when he's bringing the baby monitor out, he's like, she's asleep. I know that's like you guys too. Like, I'm like, she's asleep already. Literally, as I'm looking at my baby monitor. Yeah. Like, I was like, I have the same baby monitor as Sheena and Brock, but then they're (laughs) on the couch. And she said, every time I'm on this couch, all I think of is having my talk with Tom Sandoval. I say she gets a new couch. Or somebody shout out sponsors, like give her, give the girl a new couch. I don't right? Know. Right? Like, get me a new couch, damn it. But then they're talking about how his friend passed away, which was sad. That is and sad. It's Sheena, Sheena, like, reached out, which is nice and mature. I he agree. Blocked her. Not only did I get angry that he blocked Sheena, because that's kind of mean, blocked Summer Moon. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I agree with her interview bit where she says, How could you block that cute little face? I know. So cute. But also, like, I get they went through stuff, but when that kind of stuff happens and, like, there's passings and, and you know, family family illnesses arise and things like that, you put those differences aside and, like, two things can be true at once. I can be so mad at you for doing what you did to my friend and lying to me and, you know, all of that. But second, like, you can also feel bad and be sending your love and condolences for somebody. Like you can have two feelings at once. He the just didn't he- respond. I thought that was shitty. Like 
he should have at least parted it or just say like thank you some like he said nothing and then blocked her after that and i'm like he so i watched the after show and he was like oh like oh, oh i didn't like black summer moon on purpose i just did like all accounts associated with which is true like i know how like when you block yeah. people because people could make like if someone's trolling you they're just gonna make like another account and another account so you do hit like all associated with so oh i see feel like that's why summer moon was blocked and like her sister and everything but um why didn't you text her and just say right. you know, and guess what people are gonna talk about you on their podcast because that's what he said he's like oh i just couldn't take it anymore and everyone's being so mean it's like well, maybe what is you're like an awful human and you did exactly got to take it. Like, I think no one's forgiving him and Raquel because they're not spinning it right. Like, you want to pull out the acting skills, Tom? Be remorseful. Right. Exactly. And Let like, mean to you. here's the thing. Like, I know that they asked, I think Lala asked Ariana on the reunion, like, if he were to have been honest and said like i'm having feelings for raquel or whatever and it came out in a different way like do you think there would have been forgiveness in your heart mm -hmm. and she says like you know i would have said you either like she explained like what she would have done it's just like i think the way he went about doing everything is how he hurt everybody in the group it's like he did what he did but then made it worse like Yes, I get we're all human. And he says that on all his interviews, like that he's upset and, you know, I'm so sorry, but blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, well, it's always the but. Yeah, it's always the but. And like, if you are sad or whatever and you do feel bad for doing what you did, like the way you went about it and moved through it, like doesn't line up with your sorry that you're saying. You should have went yeah. about it differently. Yeah, because look at Katie and Tom. Right. Sure. Sure. They're like, we're getting divorced. Now she doesn't really want to be like this friend, but she can hang out with him and film. Right. You know yeah. I mean? And they like, seem fine. They honestly do. They seem like normal. Whenever Tom goes over there, or she goes over there to like pick up the dog, though, it's like so sad. <laughs> I know. She's like, get me out of here. Bye. Like, do like, you want to hang out? She's like, like wow. Give me my dog. She's like, no, I need to, like, I'm going on a date. Bye. Like, she doesn't care. That's why, that's how I have to feel bad for sport. I know. You have to feel bad for, it's just like, ugh, it's just so annoying that you feel bad for him, but like, I can't help but feel bad. Because deep down, he's nice. Exactly. Like, it's down, I think Tom work. Sandoval is a devil and he's acting like he's really not a good person, but I think that Schwartz like may say mean things or like he like made out with someone and cheated on Katie, but like deep mm -hmm. down he's nice and has a nice soul. Yes. And means well. Yes. And means well. Yeah. Because then we see when he has dinner with James, he's mm -hmm. wearing the Schwartz and Sandy's hat. And he's like, oh, I haven't worn this out. And he's like, I get like crucified wearing it. And James is like, yeah, you may want to take that off. He's yeah. Like, you're embarrassing me. Take yeah. That hat off. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. But I, I like do having that. I do feel bad for their business, for like everybody that has been affected by this. Like, it's not fair to the people who actually run Swartz and Sandy's and like the, mm -hmm. you know, the wait staff, the bussers, the bartenders. Like, that's not fair to them. Like, it's their livelihoods, you know? Yeah, he said people were coming in like graffitiing, like screaming at the staff and being all mean. Like, that's pretty crazy. 
yeah, way too aggressive. People need to grow up. And then I thought it was interesting. This is when James said that he doesn't drink anymore by choice because they show the flashback when Raquel gave him the ultimatum. Yeah. And he said it's just because he's just so busy and he's DJing and that's maturity. Like, I like that. Yeah. He's just, he's got his own thing going on. And I like that Allie doesn't, she like stops drinking sometimes too, just for like health reasons. Like I do that. Like I'll go a month without drinking and it's for no reason other than just like, you know, I, I just want to, I want to give it up for a little bit, but. Except now, cause we're having our little conversation. <laughs> I've already downed my wine. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. <laughs> to be honest, it's a very small cup. You can kind of see. No judgment. I'm trying to do like, I pick like one day a week where I'll have like a couple glasses of wine and like that's it. Yeah. So it'll be like, like tomorrow I won't have anything. I'm going to stick to my regimen. Cockerel body summer. Oh, I know. Postpartum's killing me too. Cause I need to, I still need to drop like, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds to like get to where I was. I'm like, oh man, like, summer's approaching fast. You look great. I mean, not everyone's Lala. I feel like that psychopath had like a baby and three weeks later. She oh my God. That girl popped right out and was like skinnier than ever. I'm like, what the frick? I know. I know. <laughs> On fire. Um, but then James, did you like when he said to Tom, because I agree, this is what we're talking about. He's the good Tom and the other one's the bad Tom, like the little devil and angel. Mm -hmm. James is like, you're your best Tom when you're just Tom. And this is where I definitely agree. Like, we're going to talk about the bio files after we finish our recap for BPR. But Tom drags him down. I agree. I, mean, I think he was the main reason of his marriage ending. Honestly. Ooh, absolutely. Absolutely. He was one of the main reasons him and Katie ended up getting divorced. But, like, he was such a wedge in that relationship. And Tom Schwartz could not separate him, like, separate from him. And it's a sin because... Even today, even now, after everything's happened, guess who he has as a guest on his, guess who Tom Sandoval has a guest every week on his podcast, Schwartz. He's still associated with him in all things, business, friendship, everything. Like he can't expect people not to, not to put the two and two together and be mad at the both of them because he does it to himself. I know. And Schwartz even went on that vacation with Tom recently when he did the tiger. So then he got backlash for that. And I'm like, dude, you just need to like take a step back. Like, like, what is it? The saying it's like, if you hang out with shit, you start to stink. Like, it's like, you are, you hang out with. Yeah, you're, you're pig pen from the peanuts with all the flies and the dirt flying around. Yeah. Like, That's you hanging out with Tom Sandoval. Yep. Yep. You are associating with him way too much to expect people to have different level of respect because you're a different person. Yes, yeah. you're a different person, but you're guilty by association. Agreed. And now that we know that he knew the whole time about Raquel. I know. Lord, I mean, and like, he's wondering why Ariana doesn't talk to him. Again, it's like, I want to hate him, but I can't. But like, I don't understand. Like, you really think that you're going to walk in and be like, hey, Ariana, like, what do you want to drink? And she was going to be like, oh, Schwartz, give me a hug. Like, did you really think that, that was going to happen? Are you delusional? Like, truly delusional. I know. I know. So then um, that's what Schwartz and James were talking about, that, like, James is going to go DJ at TomTom. -Tom, and mm -hmm. James is like, I invited all the girls. And then that's when Schwartz is like, 
oh yeah, I like don't talk to Ariana, but that's like literally no shock. And then yeah. they all go, and he's like there, like a puppy. He's like, hey Ariana, you want a drink? And she's like, no, fuck off. I loved her denim dress too, by the way. I need that. Oh, so cute. And I did like the flashback. Well, it's kind of sad, like her and Katie walking into Tom Tom, like when it first opened, compared to like now. It's just like still wild but like it's nice to see them like still standing on their own doing so good like they have like got everybody behind them like pushing them along so it's just I sad know. to see you imagine know. doing this like when i watch this i'm like okay they all obviously like no one wants to quit the show because they want paychecks and it's like why should i leave and you get to stay but like could you imagine walking into your ex-husband or ex-partner yeah. love 10 years um bar and then like they may be there and you have to film with them like i'm like no like thank god not on wood i don't run into anyone here that i don't want to i mean i know i couldn't imagine being forced to. i guess it would depend on the ex right like some of my exes i would love to see love to see thrive hi how you doing like great to see you right but then the other exes you're like you know with the way it went down with ariana and tom sandoval it's like you, I would want to be as far as physically possible. I would want you to stay in New Zealand filming yeah. that show yeah. on that mountain. And Nick Vile, well, he did that show with Nick Vile. Yeah. And Nick Vile apparently like put him over his shoulder and carried him. I'm like, oh my God, that's so dramatic. That's what I mean. Oh like, my you're God. so dramatic. Like, be quiet. Aren't you supposed oh. to be all strong and healthy and you can't even walk because you didn't get any water? I don't even know what they were doing. JoJo Siwa was on that. Like, Bella is now like discovering who that is. Like she like loves her. That's my five year old. Everybody like she's like, oh JoJo Siwa is on YouTube, and I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I know it's so funny to like see how worlds collide. Like there was Bachelor people on there. Like it's just so funny to see all the worlds collide, and then they all collab together and like do podcasts and they're friends. And like it's it's just weird how like everybody kind of gets together. I know. Um, but then it looks fun at Tom Tom. But then uh, I don't know if your jaw dropped at this part when Lala is like talking to Lisa, crying. So this is like the third time we're seeing her cry. I feel like on the show. And then she's like, "I want to reach out to Raquel because like I understand what she's going through." And I'm like, "Listen, Randall, you met him. He's older than you. He has money." She said like the second day. He's sending her a Range Rover. I mean, you understand what that is. I mean, yeah. that's like a, I know you don't watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but that's like a Tom Girardi, Erica Jane thing. Yeah. Like, like an older man. Yeah. Maybe have like an understanding. I, I think they really did have a relationship though. Because when we For did sure. say it on the show, but at first I think it's like, oh, I know I can win you over because I'm like older and I have money. Mm -hmm. because i think if randall didn't have money lala would never be looking for well, what was his whole personality like that was his r that's how he he captivated her or anybody else like he and she knew. liked it and you know what no shade like good for you you know what i mean like it's yeah. not like she was getting the range rover like because she was forced to have sex with him it was like she liked him he was and captivated he by and she was. personality yeah he, she was captivated by him which makes sense but when she is like literally saying that she knows what Raquel is going through and their situation is the same, I was like, girl, 
Randall it's cheated on you with random one night stands. Totally terribly cheated and like hiding it. And he had like burner phones and like always on his phone messaging girls, but like literally not comparable. Not comparable. This is a publicity friend. And it's a full blown affair relationship. Not a one night stand. Right. She knew exactly. There was no comparison other than that one sentence that that Raquel said that resonated with her, but resonated with her. But like, there was no comparison of the two relationships. This was for the show, one hundred percent. I don't believe for a minute that Lala actually felt that it was a similar situation. I think this was an opportunity to get Raquel back on the show and Lala has never liked Raquel from day one. So it wasn't because she like felt bad for Raquel. I think it was like, I resonate with something she said and I'm going to reach out because we're filming one. Like she didn't do that on her own personal time. Like, cause she truly felt bad. She did it cause she's on a reality TV show. Yeah. I mean, like when she goes into the back alley of Tom Tom and also it's like, R.I.P. the back alley of Sir. I know, Tom right? Tom doesn't even hold a candle. I mean, oh, it was like weird. I know. It was, like, yeah. It looks like it was like a Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> like a warehouse. Which is like, oh, um, I need to see if I have her help a lot. That should be your first hint that you shouldn't be talking to someone that you have Right, exactly. You have her blocked. Like, you don't even like her. I know. That's a, And then she's like, hi, do you want to like talk? It's like, I don't like Raquel. And like, Lala is better in this situation, but it's like, why would Raquel want to talk to you when you were always so mean to her? She was so mean to her for so many seasons. She never, ever liked Raquel. And agree, I don't like Raquel. And I love Lala. I just feel like in this situation, like, I think maybe she had good intent. Lala originally had good intentions, but like, I can see through the fact that you're on a reality show you're trying to like, you know, get her, pull her back in on the show. Like, I don't know. I think there was way more behind that. And again, you know, I I understand she may have felt bad for her in the sense that like I was there before too. I've had those similar feelings, but again, not the same situation as her and Randall at all. And it would really hurt Ariana. Like this is only three months have gone by. Like it, it is not that long of time. I know. So. I know. So I thought that was totally weird. I did mm-hmm. not like that. But I'm mm-hmm. with you. Like, I love Lala. And I love, yeah, I love Lala, too. But I did not like them at all. Sorry. Like, and then, um, oh, we skipped when Ariana and Sheena were getting the massages. Oh, my gosh. So funny. And also, like, adorable. Can we go do that? Like, can we go get massages? I know. I know. No, I want to do that. Let's go do that. And then, um, but like, we'll be getting the free champagne after. Like the fact that Sheena was like, uh, like the lady's like, oh, can I get you guys champagne? And Ariana's like, yes. And Sheena's like, no, because um, I haven't been drinking for three weeks because I have OCD and I'm on new medication. It's like <laughs> this woman just wants a yes or no. She doesn't need to know all of your life story. Right. But that's so Sheena. She's an oversharer. She is. I feel she is her OCD kicked up by this because I think she gets so anxious and triggered when everyone isn't getting along. Yeah. She's for sure a people pleaser. So like, this is out of, she is out of her element. Like she's out of control right now, probably like thinking, Oh my God, we all have to get along. 
That's why she got so skinny when her and Lala were getting ready. She's like, yeah, people were like, are you on Ozempic? And she's like, no, Scandable. Scandable. I wish Scandable affected me that way. I know. I'm plugging my computer in. I know. Oh, no, you're fine. I know. Um, Well, because like Lala was like contouring and she's like, yeah, I like contour the shit out of my cheeks because I don't have like cheekbones like you. Oh my god. Sheena, I remember struggled losing her baby weight. She was very self-conscious around Lala, but yeah. she she does work out though. And I know she does like her meals, like she advertises for factor. So she probably really does eat those meals. And yeah. then um she was all stressed out from Scandaval. She wasn't eating. I I think she is like super, super, super thin, but like at the same time, it's like we only see a couple months of the show, like she's a mom she's probably doing so much like you never know what's going on behind the scenes for sure no i agree um but then um when ariana was facetiming her boyfriend too what do you think about the boyfriend like i feel like it's just a little too soon she seems happy and i'm glad for her but yeah 11 days after this happened i mean honestly i feel like it is very quick and it might be like a it might be good for her to to jump into that just because it's somebody to talk to. It's not somebody from the Bravo universe. Like, you know, he probably doesn't know Tom Sandoval. Like he's kind of like an outsider to this. Yeah. And I think it might be good for her. Yeah. But like definitely going out of the group is positive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that it's long term. Well, and he lives in New York. We're getting into like a Craig and Page situation, which is even worse though, because New York and California at least Craig and Paige are like this and like yeah totally but like New York and California there's time change long flights like that's somebody definitely needs to move yeah and I mean she can't move like sorry I don't know what he does he seems so sweet and like I think she's like super happy and it's like whatever makes you happy at this point like I know like what you just went through is like horrible and so like just like you know, not the best case scenario, but if it like, you know, occupies her and she's having fun with him, I see no problem in it. Do you think like if when he visits, he like sleeps at the house? How weird. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think of that. I like just thought of that right now. Cause it's like, screw you, Tom. I'm not going to go buy a hotel to bring my boyfriend. Like I live with my parents. Like this is my house too. Well, even for him, too. I mean, you saw him with the girl in the Instagram that he just posted. He just retweeted. You need to do a wellness check on that girl. I know. So, so I and feel bad. So pretty. She's a model. Maybe she wants to do it for, like, clout. Maybe. Any, any attention, good or bad, is attention, yeah. you know? Or, I mean, honestly, at this point, like, I could see him still getting, like, short-term girlfriends or like people that want to hook up with him for sure but like good luck finding wifey material or long-term partnership again yeah because who the heck would trust you but i mean he's a peter pan he's never gonna grow up like that is what he wants and like it's been obvious on all of his interviews and like even after this whole scandal thing he is one to just want the shiny toy like it that's that's who he is I like this is totally derailing and talking about last season, but like I still get so sad watching the scene when Ariana is like, I was with you when you drove a Honda Civic 
before you had money and those are the keepers it's like katie and tom shame it really is sad what happened what he did because at all at all points like once you make it like this on even just reality tv like that like you don't have to be taylor swift you could just be on reality tv and make money and you're famous in the public eye i would not trust a lot of people yeah because at that point you could hook up with whoever and it's just or that people give you for your money and they take your money right people are wanting to hook up with you because you're famous or you're rich or whatever and like you've been with her because you've there was true love there there was a, a long-standing relationship yeah like i think people doubted ally but she's definitely proven herself and she's just with james because she happens to love him yes of course when she met him she already knew who he was but raquel on the other hand we found out purposely sought him out yeah so someone like that yeah yeah like for sure but it, it was sad when Ariana got sad, too, with Tom Tom, when they were like, I know. Okay. And like, I mean, yeah, because that has to be like traumatizing. And then Schwartz came over another time and was like, hi, Ariana. It's like, yeah, away. Oh, my God. Schwartz just was cracking me up. I'm like, oh, buddy, get the hint. <laughs> I know. Because then when he went over to Katie's apartment and he's like, hi, I'm just like juicing. Do you want to hang out with me? And she's like, no, I'm just here for the yeah. job. She's so funny though. She's like, I guess. Like, I guess. And then he's like, Could you like tell Ariana to like unblock me? And Katie's like, mm, no. no. Like, I'm not your wife. I'm not your responsibility. But she's like, I feel no. bad for him because he's like, like facilitate it. And then he's like, I gave the dogs the bath and like picked like their dingleberry. He's <laughs> like, okay, thanks. He's such a sad, sad story. It's a sin. I know it's like Katie wants to be so mad at him because she's on Ariana's side and everything, but it's like I do feel bad that like they can't sorry the baby's awake. Come here. There you go. She's gonna make an appearance on your podcast. Hey, you get appearance. Hey. Hi. 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 Oh my god, so cute. See, this is why we need the babies on Vanderpump. I know. See, it is a shame for Summer Moon and Ocean. Not we can't see the dynamics. Well, all we see is Summer Moon because Stassi's not on it, and yeah. Jackson and Brittany aren't on it. Yep, they're gonna be on the valley, which I we gotta tune in. We have to see how it goes. I'm definitely gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna give it a chance. I just kind of wish that they went back on Vanderpump because I'm like am I going to care about these other people? I know. Like, why didn't they just go on? Like, why didn't they just incorporate them into Vanderpump? They're still friends with those cast members. I know. I don't, I don't know. I guess they wanted to like give it a whirl, but Jax is probably going to get on my nerves all over again. Cause he'll be like, I'm the number one guy in this group on this show. Cause all of you are here because I used to be on Vanderpump. It's like stuff Osaka. But then Brittany will be like, Oh, Jax, you're so funny. I know. I don't know. He is wild. That man is wild. I know. And I hope because they've been doing well. I hope him getting back on reality TV doesn't rock the boat for me. I know. I really hope not either. Like they seem to do really good, like in their relationship with the baby. I know. Their whole setup now is so different from when it was on reality. But we gotta remember she was on what, like four seasons with him when he was crazy? Like Oh. She's been through 
hell and back with that man. I feel like nothing's changing that at this point. I know. And we're going to get segued into the valley. So remember how they like on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they just dumped you into Vanderpump Rules. So mm -hmm. that's what they're going to do with the valley. So apparently ah. I heard that like Jax is going to go out with like the Toms and whatever at a bar. And then he's going to yeah. leave and drive up to the valley to his house. And then that's, that's how we're going to get segued in and sucked in on purpose. But ah. I'm going to give it a whirl. I mean, I miss them, but I just yeah. don't know if I'm going to care about these new people. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've seen them. Like, I feel like they've been, they've made appearances because you've seen them with Jax or Brittany or like other cast members. Like, I've seen their faces before, but hey, we could be surprised. They might be really entertaining. I know you're sad that we're not getting Stassi back. And she went on. I'm so sad. I love Stassi. Love, love, love. I'm like her biggest fan. When she went, shout out Stassi. <laughs> when she went love on Jeff Lewis, she said that she was obviously asked to do it yeah but didn't want to do it because she's like those aren't my friends so that's right. not reality for me that's not yeah. real life for me. which i appreciate i agree i understand it's not her life that's not her friends it would be fake it would not be a reality tv star or tv show it just it would be fake and it wouldn't be authentic yeah so uh, kudos for her for not like forcing it agreed but um so, it's a very so sorry. No, that's okay. Um, at the very end, we see them. Oh, Tom, come back home. I am so sorry. No, you're fine. Can you just go into the other room with her? Okay, just sit on a bed. Just sit on a bed. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Um, see, this is real life. This is what we're going to see with Jack and Brittany on the Valley. I'm intrigued. Exactly. Sophia would be right crying babies. Her screaming, putting my makeup on the carpet. If she oh was. my God. Yeah. Like drawing <laughs> on the wall. Lipstick all over her face. She's in that phase of like taking everything and destroying everything. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Have kids. They say it'll be fun. They say. I know. Oh my God. But they do love them. I love them. Um, so, oh, so then we have the girls. I'm sorry, I skipped ahead, and I was about to like skip ahead to when that demon Tom came in. Thank God he was only in the show for like a second. I'm like, I need to wean my way back into seeing. Oh, but yeah. we see all the girls go to dinner, mm -hmm. and that's when Lala says to Ariana, "Like, I hope you don't get mad at me, but like, I message Raquel." Kate or Katie's face was Priceless. hilarious. I had to pause it and take Priceless. a picture. And take a picture so I can make a couple memes out of it because, like, she's like, like biting the French fry, and then she's like, oh, like, like, she was probably like, you lost your damn mind, girl. Like, are oh, you kidding me? Katie's look was my look and thoughts. Like, it's like you of all of us, like, literally never like for always gave her a hard time. You yeah, hate like, her. Oh, like, we're gonna reach out. It's crazy. So then Ariana was like, oh, and then. In her confessional, she made such a good point. She's like, if anyone would have reached out to Randall or one of his like random mistresses, like Lala would have like freaked out because like Schwartz, I think it is like weird that he went and played pickleball with Randall, but that's hard because he, they became friends with Randall. So it's like, okay, are they not supposed to talk to Randall? Yeah. 
form their own relationship. Now, yes, no one should be reaching out to the hoes that are on the side, but it's like, it's, it's hard when you become friends with both people. So this was so weird because it's like, you were never even friends with Raquel. And then Sheena's so funny. Cause I feel like she always has to make everything about herself, but she did have a point. She's like, well, I'm never going to reach out to Raquel. And I feel like she was getting mad at Lala for reaching out. Cause it's like, not only did she the whole blow up Ariana's life, yeah, what she did to Sheena. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? And you're going to reach out to her? It's so weird. And then she's like crying. And I did like when Katie's like, Lala, your situation is like not the same as Ariana's. I would have been the Katie in the, in the conversation. I would right. have had to play it. I would have been like, listen, I love you, but like. I yeah. Think. And the way Katie went about it was great. She She just like was so straightforward with it. And like, I agree. She, Lala, out of all people, it doesn't make much sense. And I get from like a, I feel bad point of view, but at the same time, it's like, what were you really going to gain out of this? Because Raquel's never going to trust you. And like, why would you put that in jeopardy with like all of your other friendships, Sheena, especially like you're her best friend. You know, I get like, you don't have much, I guess, ties to Ariana like they're not like super super close like they even said it they're outside friends or whatever yeah so, like it's not even the loyalty there I think more of the loyalty towards Sheena and so funny because Sheena of course makes it about herself but like you know and she's not like the main victim here but in a sense it's like Lala can you put yourself like if somebody else did this to you like if Sheena or Ariana or Kitty did this to you you would be like not having it at all, you would lose your mind. It, people popped. Oh, people yeah. popped. Yeah. It'd be sure. like, has anyone personally been victimized by Regina George? It's like Sheena and Ariana, and even Katie, because I mean, Schwartz the whole, Schwartz the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, Lala, we get that, like, your life wasn't affected by any of this, but like, we yeah. all were. Yeah. yeah. And if you think this is a similar situation, which really not like i think she's just really starting to it sink in that she was the other woman but i don't think lala should take on too much stress about that because if you meet a guy and he's doing this and and if he's saying we're separated and stuff you're believing it because right marriages like the dissolve out there take a really long time and yeah, amber and like, honestly, is an actress right and like if he's facetiming you his kids are around like there was nothing that like gave you like like inclinations i'm sure she had like a little bit of red flags in the back but when he's so char charismatic and like captivating with his personality like you're like oh it's fine like he's you know he's going through a divorce or whatever like she the thing about rachel and tom is like Everyone knew their situations. Like there was yeah, no like, black and white. This was black and white. There was no gray. Yeah, it's like Raquel uh, knew about Ariana. She was upstairs, and they're like making out. Pretty exactly. sure it's like not the same thing of you being told, "Oh, I'm separated," and you never see a wife, right, or a ring. So it's like, how would you? Right. And it's exactly. not like she was sending Lala messages. Hey, I'm still married to him. Like. She right. found that out later. Way later. Mm -hmm. Like when they, when her, uh, when Lala and Randall broke up, she's like, you know, he was like lying. Like we were very much together. It's like, oh, okay, well. 
crap. Sorry, I didn't know. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't know when I'm zooming off on my Range Rover. Yeah. Room, room. Yeah. But then, so I didn't like that. And then Lala cried again. And I'm like, damn, I don't feel like that a lot of um, I just don't like that she's really like making this like her, herself. Because I feel like last season, it all happened last season with her and Randall. So I'm like, why are we now like seeing aftermath and fallout from you? It's kind of like you had last season to do that bullshit. Like, why are you doing it now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they touched on it a little bit last season when she pulled Raquel aside with the whole, um, uh, the waiter, what was his name that she like ended up hooking up with Oliver. Like they had that whole conversation. Like you're not a mistress. Like don't be that person, blah, blah, blah. Like they've already had like that, um, conversation on the denominator. Yeah. That they could discuss about, but like, yeah, this was just out of her. Yeah, I just didn't like this at all. Yeah, and I can't fault Raquel for making out with Oliver because he said, like, my wife and I are separated. So I believe and hope, like, in our human brains, like, the people Oh, then they're are separated, honest. right? You're going to take it for what it is. Like, exactly. I understand. And Lisa. I was, I was actually shocked that Ariana didn't get up and leave the table. The way she handled it was actually really good. I think Ariana's. Ariana, I think sometimes they think at the back of their brain, like, well, maybe you're doing this for, like, the show. Because if Raquel did make an appearance, like, let's say Lala got her back on the show for a lunch with just the two of them. Oh, the ratings. The ratings, the like, ratings, the ratings, for sure. Like, Ariana probably be like, as long as I don't have to have lunch with this bitch, like... That's the hard part of keeping genuine friendships with these people because they, at the end of the day, we're watching them for entertainment value. So and they, they know that, and they know that entertainment. But it's like at the end of the day, these are their real lives, and they have real feelings. Yeah, it's got to be a hard line to walk for sure. But the way she handled it on camera was actually really like good because I feel like if again, if the shoe was on the other foot, Lala would have been like, bye. But Ariana was like, yeah, I mean, I wish her well, but there's no foot in the door for me, which I agree. Like, why would you be friends with her? Yeah. And no one was really, like, I don't know. Besides Ariana and Sheena, like, Katie and Lala weren't friends with her. So it's like, yeah, we don't need her. I'm glad she's not on the season. But like I said, like, could you imagine if there was, like, one episode where, like, she sits down at lunch across from Lala and it's like, hi, Lala. Yeah, and it's a commercial, and then we get the lunch like on the next feed. Oh my god, like, people be like, What? I'm going like this, like, you should have done this, like, with your yeah. fingers. Like, no, uh, I want your best friend, home. Like, would be, everybody would be up in arms, going crazy. Oh my god, it would be phenomenal for the I show. Know. But so, thank yeah. god, she's not going to be on the show though, because I kind of like just don't even want her to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't listen to her. Um, well, let's talk about the vile files real quick because Tom came like just the last second and he's like, hello. Like when he like comes out of the car into the house, he's like, hello. It's like, what do you think? Ariana's going to say hi to you? Like, yeah, like, like no. hi, how was your trip? Love you. Like, love you. the assistance home. Don't be saying hi to nobody. The dog doesn't want to say hi to you. Yeah. The dog probably like bites at his ankle. <laughs> but I got mad all over again when I listened to the vile files. So. Tom was so late. He was like an hour late because he forgot. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. It's so rude. It's so rude. 
just like and that just shows like his selfish side again like it's just he just does not care like he just doesn't care about anybody else but tom and like and by tom i mean himself not the other tom either because he clearly didn't care about so I, i don't know i just it's he just keeps to keeps proving that he just and he wouldn't even say i'm sorry like he was like, I'm sorry, but, but like, again, just like, going oh, man, You were like two hours late to my Right. Time. There's man. always like a tit for tat. Like, and it's just a shame. He was like, oh, Nick, don't lie. You were like two hours late. And it's like, dude, I highly doubt he was two hours late. That's extreme. But it's like, yeah. because you were an hour late, you have to like be like, oh, you were two hours late. And then his wife was like, it's a tit for tat. I have a text right here. And he said, I'm leaving right now, going to Whole Foods. And she's like, what time did your podcast start? Like, she was PIing the times out of that. Like, she was like, I love that. Getting this. And Good for her. Like shutting it down. And he was like, no, but you were late. I mean, yeah. you're really gonna say. It's like, shut up. Like, take accountability that you're late right now. Like, and then Nick was like, he's so funny, though, because he's so calm, too. And he's like, that's what makes it that? so good. Like, why are you even talking about so that? Calm. He's like, why are you talking about that? That was probably like months ago. So it is true. It's like, why are you freaking talking about that? Yeah. But so he, this clown was so late. The assistant, I guess, didn't like pen it in his itinerary that he was doing that for the day. But then he said he would never cheat that way again. And that's stuck in my brain. So I'm like, oh, that way. So you would cheat again. And then when he was like, oh, Ariana would like belittle me and like not make me feel good. And I'm like, well, that's weird because when Raquel was asking awkwardly when I watched this back, it's so disgusting, asking about their sex life. And she's like, are you still attracted to Tom? And she's like, yeah, I think he's so hot. So it's like, oh, you're going to say that she belittled you and like your looks and you felt not worthy and like low self-esteem. And then when he's like, oh, like Raquel is like giving me attention. and Well, she wanted somebody where it was constant like you look great those shoes look great on you oh my god that outfit work it like he constantly i think wanted that and i think ariana just didn't give him enough and like that's not on her to do that's not her responsibility to give you like all of this praise and attention and you're the best and blah 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 that's where i do think he might be a little bit narcissistic oh he's definitely constantly wants to hear and like get his ego stroked and like that's not her job it's not I mean, her he job wasn't, to do that for you he wasn't even supposed to be in her first the cocktail book that they co-wrote with shout out really? to Annie yeah um it was supposed to be just her and then he weaseled his way into that that's and as you guys see in the background i got her new one we gotta make some we gotta make some cocktails next time i'm down in delaware i know next time we'll make next time i'll have the whole setup we'll do the whole video here and we'll do the cocktails here oh my god i can't wait but yeah i mean he he weasels his way into everything and i feel like he's so jealous of everything she's doing and he's like so then he goes you know i'm like fine and i'm happy for her all the opportunities she gets but what i want is for her to just like leave me alone like stop thinking about me it's like that's a narcissist if you think all she does is sit around while she's doing dancing with the stars the um trash bag commercial the battery commercial the shaving commercial 
the they got a sponsor for Lay's potato chips. Like yeah, buddy, she's way over you. Around thinking about you. She yeah, she's not putzing around. She's like bye. She doesn't want to give you the whole house thing. How he's saying that's petty or whatever. She just doesn't want you to like win. And I get that because it's like, and Nick had a point. Nick had a point. Like she can be petty. Like. Whatever. I wouldn't do that. I personally would be like, I got to get the hell out. But like, I get that. Like, if that's what she wants to do, whatever. But like, he, the way that he thinks that she's sitting around thinking about him, he's literally delusional. The man is manic and he needs true, he needs therapy. He needs help. (laughs) Well, then he said, so the house, he was like, headline of the episode, he needs help. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Link twice if you need help. Yeah. Um, He was like, Oh, I offered her 1.1 million over listing and she denied it. It's like, where's all this money coming from? Because the last time I checked, there was like two for one coupons for yeah. your shows that yeah. were cheap to begin with because they were coming. Tom Sandoval and the most extras were coming like near us. Mm-hmm. And thank God I didn't get my ticket because I was thinking about going. And I, oh, yeah, I remember deal. this. And they were cheap. They were really cheap to begin with. Yeah. So then I probably didn't get the ticket because I was like, I wouldn't be going. Yeah. Um, so I they were to begin with, and then you're doing like two for one, and no one's coming to Schwartz and Sandy. So right. it's like, where are you getting the money to buy her out? If anything, she could probably afford to buy you. Yeah, it. that um, I mean, I don't know what they what he does or you know what his life is, but I thought the same thing. I was in I was in the same boat. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, uh, like I spent so much money in this house. I'm like, you bought a brand new bill. What money did you spend? Like, and it took you guys like a year to get furniture. Remember that? Yeah. They had no furniture. And everybody so, was like, making fun of them. Like, Stasi's like, I'm not going over there and sitting on what the floor? Like, yeah, yeah, a, like a beanbag chair until you get your furniture. But yeah. uh, he was like, yeah, I built like a gym there, and like, there's so much money. I'm like, take the gym equipment to your yeah, new house. It like is psychotic that like he wants to stay there. Like I, like I don't know. And I get. So why do you want to stay there single? It's such a big house. I know. Well, and that's what it's a little house. That's what Shorts and Katie's whole point was. It's a big house for what? Like, you know, you yeah, think they both made that for like? No, we bought this together. Like it would actually be depressing. Like God forbid, I don't want anything to happen to my marriage. But like, I don't know if like something happened to me and Mike if I would want to stay. I love yeah. our house, but like, why would I want to stay here without you? I would just be like, all the memories and things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you would want to be in your own house. Right. Exactly. And then try getting like a new wife or new husband or new girlfriend, boyfriend. And they'd be like, oh, this was my house with like my ex of 10 years. It's like, yeah, no one would probably. Nobody would. Like, yeah. It would be uncomfortable. It'd be like cursed. Yeah. Bad so to you. He's just so annoying. I don't. I don't understand that. Between Raquel doing her annoying blabber podcast every week, where she it was supposed to be about mental health, and now it's just her blabbing about them and shit talking them every week. Yeah, with like a, like a coach. I feel like they're just sitting there asking her questions, and I'm like, that's not what a podcast is about. I know. I really think she turns around, and it is something something else because, like, I'm sure she does have things to say about what she's learned. Like, I mean, she was in a facility for so long and like, I think that would be great if she did turn it around, but I don't know that she's going to, it's just going to be 
talking about Vanderpump and like, what good is that for her mental health? And what good is it for anybody else tuning in? Like, I don't know if that was her intention. She should have just gone back on the show. I know. Like, I hope that podcast turns around truly I know. And now for what Tom, it was meant to be. Like Tom has his podcast. I'll never listen to his. I don't want to do that. Cause his voice like irritates me. So for Kel talks so slow and like always sounds like they crying. And then Tom is like, Oh, oh man. Like, Oh, like those varsity blues. That scene with the whipped cream. Oh, oh. Like, Too funny. Oh my God. His voice always bothered me. Even before the scandal. Like I could I never stand him. But he talks like way more normal when he's just on the show with everyone. But when he does interviews, he's a terrible interviewer. He's a whiny guy. Yeah, he's just like, oh man, oh, like it's like he sounds like Cartman from like South Park, kind of. I don't oh know. My God. Weird. Like oh, he does. Man. He does. And he said that f word like a hundred times on the every file. other word, every other word, every other word. I'm like, can you stop? Like, what are you running out of words? And then Schwartz is like so intellectual when he speaks like he uses big words i know he does like yeah he does i again you just can't hate him you just need to separate after that interview he needs to get the heck away from him yeah for sure i agree like just he and he won't he won't i know it's a sin well, this was so fun recapping your and the vile files. Um, we'll definitely talk about this more throughout the season because I'm yes. so glad we're seeing Scannable finally unfold. But Next as time always, in person with Ariana's cocktails for sure. Oh my god, for sure. We'll pick a cocktail from the book. Um, single AF cocktails. Yes. But this was so fun. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Go, I have to ask you before I forget, um, what would your housewives tagline be? So this is going to be a new theme. I'm going to ask all my guests. I got to think. Um, something like, I'm still a mom, but don't underestimate my party skills. Ooh, I like that. Hi. Oh my god, I like that one. But I sure do love a skinny marg. Something. Oh my god, we do. That's what we should do next time. We'll yes, skinny spicy margs. We love our skinny spicy margs. <laughs> oh, but as always, everybody can find me at Bravo T with the stay at home mom on Instagram, Spotify, and Apple. Until next time, see you. Woo woo! Bye guys. Bye.